from Spice Grove. Now, is it Spice Grove Roselle or is it officially Spice Grove? I've been wondering. So, yeah, so the company is Spice Grove and the drink is Roselle. Roselle is actually um, a cultural or one of the names that this hibiscus goes by and the flavor is ginger. So Roselle is just like saying hibiscus. So it's, um, so, but the official name of the company is Spice Grove. Okay. So nothing to do with the town Roselle. No, sir. Nothing to do with the town Roselle. So um, culturally, um, just to kind of give you a quick background, I'm from Jamaica, West Indies, and we have the same species of hibiscus. We culturally call it sorrel, which some people in the Caribbean or people who are familiar with Caribbean cultures, they will know this particular hibiscus by the name of sorrel. Um, but in different parts of the world, it's called different things, right? So it's known as Roselle down in Australia and other parts of the world. It's known as BSAP or Zobo in West Africa and Nigeria. Um, people in the Middle East, such as Egypt, they call it Kakade. Um, Mexicans and South Americans, they call it Agua Jamaica. So culturally, this hibiscus is known as different names. So that's why I chose the name Roselle, because it's pretty, it reflects, you know, the beauty of the drink. Um, and I wanted to show that um, about the product. So that's why I called it Roselle. So not Roselle, New Jersey. Got it, got it. Okay, <laughs> now you just rattled off a ton of places, where are you even getting it, the spice from? Are you getting it shipped from these places or can I go to you know, the shop right in town and, and pick the stuff up? So you, are you referring to the raw product, the hibiscus product? Yeah, yeah, that, that part, it so, sounds like that's um, the main ingredient. So this particular species of hibiscus is, is not grown here in North America. I mean, one of the places that you may find it grown is like in Florida. Yeah. Uh, because the diaspora of West Indians down there, they grow it, but not to the point where we're harvesting it, like, you know, oranges or, <laughs> or that sort of thing. Yeah. So um, I currently buy my dried hibiscus from a wholesaler, and he does get it from different parts of the world. Now, I always try to find out where the product is coming from just as a QA check to make sure that you know, a lot of the farming guidelines are being followed. So the last couple of batches that I've gotten, they've been from Grenada in the Caribbean, and I have gotten um, a good a good amount as well from the Middle East, Egypt in particular. So each time he gets a container, it could be coming from different parts of the world. And this is like part of like the one of the main ingredients in in the in, in the drink yes so the um the two main ingredients in the drink this drink's got five ingredients sean yeah it's a very simple um ingredients but the the, the formula is the magic right okay so, okay um it's hibiscus ginger and i have some allspice cinnamon and lime peel so those are the five ingredients in this product um, the hibiscus <laughs> and the ginger are the two biggest components of the drink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, the ginger is what gives it that little bit of the kick, but I the think that hibiscus, yes. the hibiscus is like the, like that undertone flavor. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, if, I don't know how I would even, not, it's not smoky. 
but it's like it's, um it's 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 tart right yeah, yeah so it's 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 what i like to call my savory drink yeah. right so hibiscus without any kind of sweetener is um very acidic right, right? because it's an acidic food to the point where i don't even use any sort of preservatives in this product because the high level of acid in the drink, the natural acid, acts as the natural preservatives of the drink. I remember when I first started and I sent my recipe to be tested by the um, FDA, um, they gave me a little bit of a hard time because they thought I added acid to the drink to preserve it. Oh, wow. So I had to literally have my food scientist that I was working with stepped in to help me to say, no, there's no acid in the drink whatsoever, like citric acids or any other form of yeah, acid. Yeah. It's just the natural acids in the drink that's making it that the acidity level higher. So because of that higher level of acidity, all natural from the plant, it gives it what's called a low pH balance. And because of that, I literally don't need to put any sort of preservatives in this product, which is, which is nice because I have a two-year shelf life and I could market this drink as all natural, no preservatives, no artificial flavoring, <clears throat> coloring, etc. So I do before, you know, before I rec before we record this, I do like a little like four or five minute like intro. Mm -hmm. And I talked about how um, we we first came across your drink when we were at the West Orange Farmers Market. Yeah. My wife and I, you were giving out those little shots. Yeah, and we were like, all right, I'll buy a few of these. Like one, it's it seems like a pretty you know, it tasted good by itself. And also I was like, all right, maybe I can mix it with like, you know, an alcoholic drink or two. Yeah. And um, I ended up getting a case of it for Christmas. Mm -hmm. She got me a case. Mm -hmm. And I was nervous because I was like, oh, this is like, I didn't realize you had it like sent to the FDA and there was like a, a two-year lifespan. I was actually like, oh, this is a local drink. Like this is only going to be good for a few months. If I don't drink this, it's going to be toast. No, not at all. So I am, I am a fully legitimate company. So um, one of the things that I, when I started this quest, I, I knew I didn't want a mom and pop, you know, sort of business. I really wanted it to do it at a very high level um, where I can take this brand to the next level if I needed to have, let's say, national distribution or global distribution. I really thought about that when I was launching this brand. So from the very beginning in 2017, I set up shop in terms of getting Spice Grove Incorporated, doing my trademark. So I'm a registered trademark holder of the name Spice Grove and my logo. Mm. Um, getting my corporation legal, the entity, everything is legit, including mm -hmm doing benchmarks. I use the Rutgers University. Um, actually, it's called the Rutgers Food Innovation Center. Um, that's the facility that I use to test my recipe, develop my recipe, and process my recipe. We did benchmarkings. We did um, what we call- What is that? What's a so, what does that mean? So benchmarkings are where you go and you, you create different um, batches from recipes that you make. And you literally see which one you like the best, right? Oh, a taste test. 
Well, we didn't get to the sensor test yet. That's the taste testing. But the benchmarkings are, because once I made it in my kitchen, right? Yeah. Now I have to now take it to a scientist or a recipe developer to make sure what I made in my kitchen is what I get um, at the end result. Got it. Okay. So making sure it's scalable, for example, when I make, now I'm not going to be making just a <laughs> gallon. I'm going to be making 100 gallons or 200 gallons. Yeah. So making sure the recipe is developed properly in terms of scalability and that at the end, what I make in one gallon amount tastes exactly the same as I made at 100 gallons, right? Got it. Got it. Those are the benchmarks that we did. And then once we had a product that we were happy with, we called in random people um, and we give them taste tests. So we taste test the product as is, like different versions of the benchmarks that we did. Then we taste test against other um, competitors to mm. see where we're standing. And then we take feedback from customers. What, For example, one of the things that I actually mm. Changed in the recipe was the amount of heat that the ginger was giving. So um, the end product that you've tasted and experienced is very balanced. It's you know it, it, you have no problem saying giving it to your kids or whatnot. Before it had a lot more heat on it. Um, uh, yeah. The level of ginger that we were using was much higher. But the feedback people were giving us was like, you know, we love ginger, but we want to have this drink when we're having a sandwich. But it's so hot. Yeah, yeah. Not pleasant, right? So little things like that we had to tweak. So that's what we did with the Food Innovation Center. And once we got that correct, then they take my recipe and the method of how the drink is made and we now send it to a FDA, US FDA approval center, processing center, to, for them to test the recipe, approve the recipe, and send us back what we call a schedule process. And mm -hmm. that schedule process literally gives you all of the, you know, the legalities and the, the correct terms and how yeah. Use it so we can now take that paper to a co-packer or manufacturer, and I'll say make this drink for me in a high quantity. Okay, so you're not making a hundred gallons in your kitchen anymore. I haven't. I never made a hundred gallons <laughs> in my kitchen, Sean. I could barely make ten gallons in my kitchen. It's very cumbersome. Yeah. Uh, and when you use raw material, it's um, it's definitely a lot. So. I launched, so that was all of 2017 that I got all this done. And mm -hmm. then in April of 2018, I officially launched the product. Um, so we first launched um, just working out of a, what they would call a shared kitchen space. Um, and I quickly learned that this was not sustainable um, because I was literally pulling in friends at midnight for us to do like a midnight run. It was really crazy. And I have all the videos to show over those endless nights. And at the time I lived in Brooklyn um, in a second floor walk up brownstone. So it was it was crazy. But we managed through it. And what we quickly realized is that 
the product was being well received. People are buying the product, asking for the product. So even though I launched in April of 2018, by July, I was looking, I was in a co-packer and the co-packer that I found was here in New Jersey, in Bloomfield. Um, wow. a company called Organic Food Incubator. Uh, he's a local guy as well. And, you know, um, really sweet, very knowledgeable. <laughs> So I came out, visited his facility, and as they say, the rest is history. I've been with him ever since. Um, awesome. We're scaling right now to 100 <laughs> gallons um, per run. So, yeah, you got, I, I, you know, you think of like a farmer, someone you meet at a farmer's market, and you're like, oh, this is, this is the local mom and pop shop. And then when I looked into like all the places where you can get, uh, you know, where you can get your, your drinks, you guys are, you're all over. Yeah, I'm, I'm growing. And that's the whole idea, you know, starting off in your kitchen and then, you know, growing to a point where you can take your business more regional and then national. So I'm very grateful for that. And, you know, last year when we, I mean, when I met you at the West Orange Farmers Market last year, that was my first experience here in New Jersey because I had recently moved to Maplewood in um, <clears throat> January of 2019, you know, because yeah. it just made sense. My production is here. My warehousing is here. Um, I was going back and forth across the bridge. So yeah. it just made sense to being closer to where, if you will, my baby was, right? So yeah. Yeah. Um, being in that farmer's market last year was great because I was introducing a product to the community that was never introduced on the scale before. I would meet people at the, the farmer's market in West Orange last year, like, oh yeah, you know, someone had it at their Christmas party. Oh, I, I remember going, you, you know what I mean? But never to, not at the level at which I was really um, promoting and presenting this product. So I think that was the key for this product, being a mom and pop product, but it was a product that was a very high level from the aesthetics and the, the clean design to the taste yeah. of the product. You know, um, people really saw that, okay, even though she's making this on a small scale, she really wants to take her company somewhere. So I, I, I mean, I'm glad that came through because that was my goal, quite frankly. Yeah. And yeah, because you have a bunch of places in New York and it's not even just farmer's markets, I don't think. Right. I think there's like other other like brick and waters yeah, uh, yeah yeah we're in we're we're in some really dialed in um i like to call them dialed in gourmet stores in new york um sahadi's green great brooklyn fair you know those are really dialed in type retailers like you specifically have people um in the food industry will go to these types of gourmet markets to see what new products are on the shelves. Mm. So um, I'm really happy for that. And the nice thing is that we're turning products over. So even though, you know, it's COVID, it's not like we're just putting products on the shelf and it's not moving. Like these products are moving. So I'm so grateful for that. And is it Joe? I've only seen the, the Roselle, the regular and the sugar-free are there other are there other drinks that you have well that's a great question so um which i'll segue into um the the whole premise or the what this company's goals are so 
when I started Spice Grove with this flavor profile, this Roselle and Ginger profile, that's pretty much the basis for all the other products to come. Got it. So we started off with a beverage. So yes, we started off with a sweetened and now we have an unsweetened one. The other beverage in the portfolio would be a whole line of fruit flavors. So anything from mango to pineapple to citrus to berries. Um, and my goal is for 2021 to add another two or three flavors to the portfolio. I won't tell you uh, what I'm thinking yet. All right, that's fair, that's fair. I'm still playing with them. I'm still okay. playing with them. I'm doing all of the benchmarkings and the testings right now. But I'll name four, and it's probably going to be two or three out of the four. It's um, pineapple, mango, watermelon, citrus, and mint. So it's going to be two or three out of those five that will come to market in January of 2021. So those flavor profiles, those drink profiles, all the different flavors, and after that, we want to incorporate a sorbet and an icicles or popsicle line. I got to hire you for a party. This sounds pretty good. <laughs> and, those, and those lines will definitely be along the same lines of the fruit flavor. So let's say a mango popsicle or mango sorbet, you know, so all those lines will go on that. And then the third but not least are the condiment, condiment lines. So we'll have chutneys and jams and uh, salad dressings and marinades. So you're not stopping at drinks. You're going all the way. Sauces, correct, which is why if you look at the profile, it's, um, we deem ourselves a food slash beverage company, not just beverage. Nice. Was that the idea from the beginning to yeah. not just do a juice, but to do or not just one juice, but do more juice, do sorbets, do jams, do, you know, yep. popsicles, all that stuff? Absolutely. Because I was playing with this um, flavor profile, I would say four or five years before I even consider launching it. <clears throat> and I would have these, um, dinner parties and these gatherings of friends and family and you know they would be like okay what the hell is Audrey cooking now right <laughs> so, and I would put for example I would put a dessert or a salad like all my dinners were um, literally focused around the hibiscus right yeah so everything that I made in some capacity that was a part of the recipe. So for example, if I made a, a jerk chicken, right? I wouldn't typically use just a, uh, a traditional Jamaican jerk sauce. I yeah. would make my own yeah. Roselle jerk sauce, right? Nice. And so now I got this feed, they were like, what the, what, like, <laughs> You know, and so it became a it became a thing where literally once a month or twice a month, my partner and I at the time we were living together, and he and 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 he actually is a world class traveler. He used to be a um, a hedge fund manager for twenty <laughs> something years on Wall Street, so he's traveled the world ten times over. 
Yeah. He often says to me, I've eaten at the finest restaurants and I've never eaten food at the level of which you cook. So he was, that was one of those, I, I always tell people, probably that's why we stayed together for so long, because it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> but he, um, he would just invite friends, or if we're going to a friend's house, that was our gift, we would take them something, and people were just always blown away by it. And of course, cooking for me has always been a love, right, because mm. I came out of a line of people, my mother, my, I have a brother who actually lives in Florida right now, and he's ran a successful restaurant for the last 30 years and never went to culinary school. Wow. We just cook at a very, very high level. So, and people would think, oh, it's just Jamaican cuisine. I don't cook Jamaican cuisine in terms of that's my specialty. Yeah. What I do is I infuse different cuisines and different flavors. So I will take, for example, jerk, right? And I will put jerk on something that you never thought possible. Like, for example, I've been work, working on a cookbook because I want to write a cookbook. And I've been eating more plant-based. Mm. And the other day, I had some friends over and I jerked mushrooms. And they thought they were eating chicken. <laughs> Like that's, how, that's how good it tastes, right? So I take my cultural background and I infuse it in anything and everything that you could possibly think about. Um, and that's kind of how this whole thing is growing. Now, do you have any plans to have a small, like, little restaurant type deal or any sort of brick and mortar or something like that? Yeah, I've been asked that and I've been told that so many times. Um, but I, I have to say that's not in the cards for me. Okay. I, ideally, when, you know, Spice Grove is at a level where I can go off and create I would love to have like an old farmhouse somewhere, you know, and have like a small um, bed and breakfast. Yeah, yeah. You know, where it could be more personal and intimate. Um, I've also thought about having a seasonal kind of restaurant. Um, if I'm at that level and I, I don't have, and money's not a factor, maybe have like a seasonal kind of restaurant where every single day you come in, the menu is different. Wow. Um, you know, having, <clears throat> having that kind of, and their people are just coming for the experience and the food, right? It's not, they're not coming because I want to make money off a restaurant. They're no, no, yeah. It's a destination place. Okay, hon, we're gonna go see Audrey today and you're gonna get a personalized menu if you if you come in with three or four friends or six friends, it's gonna be centered just around that. So you'll get book you'll get booked for weddings and stuff, this sounds like. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. I don't know if I wanna cook it at that big level. I just want it to be more of an intimate experience kind of thing. So in the future, maybe that would be my something that I do just because I'm retired and, you know, enjoying my grandkids, but um, nothing in the near future to say to have a brick and mortar. All right. Well, when you do, I'll send you my address. because that, <laughs> that sounds like a nice little getaway for sure. Yes. Thank you. Now, how did you, how did you um, get the name out? I don't want to say quick, but from 2017 to now, from the amount of locations that you're at, like I'm sure 
you know, you're, you know, you're on the pavement by going to these local farmers. You can't go to all the places that you're at at one time. So how are you, how did you get your, the brand out there that as much as it is now in that short of time? Well, that's a good question. And I'll just correct you. The brand's been on the, on the, the shelf since 2018. So it's even a shorter period of time. Yeah. 2017 was when I was doing legal stuff, right? Yeah. Not yeah. Even out there yet. So you know, I was just relentless, man. And I'm still relentless. I was, and I have to say to you, I was working a full-time job. Yeah. Right. So, and doing pretty much bootstrapping, <laughs> but I just literally would go out there and hit the pavement. As they say, I would walk into these stores. I would do tastings. And when I first started, Sean, up until a couple of weeks ago, I was the only one that was boots on the ground so i know yeah are you so these places that have your drinks now you just made the connections with them and they're getting right in introduce myself you know put on just see my shirts (laughs) Um, do my hair yeah yeah and i just walk in and i had my drink in hand i had my material in hand and asked to speak to a buyer and i just introduced myself and talked to them about the drink offered to come in to do tastings to their customers and you know they i said i'm local and they said okay all right let's come on in and let's see how this goes right and I remember one of my first tastings was at Sahadi's. Okay. And these tastings are like two hours. And I sold, back then I had a 12-pack case. Now I have a six-pack. Yeah. And I think for that tasting, I sold four cases. Nice. They could not believe it because normally – People would come in and, you know, they would say, oh, we have a drink and people just kind of walk past. But I started engaging customers, started telling them about my, my personal story. They would taste the drink and they would buy a bottle or they would take two. And at the time, I only had the sweetened one. And the one feedback I kept hearing was, well, do you have an unsweetened? We don't do sugar. People don't do sugar for different reasons, right? So I started... <laughs> That's what we got. That's we're the big, we're the big unsweetened. We're the unsweetened buyers. Yes. So I heard that, and I was like, oh man. So if I had ten people coming to the table, and I would say six out of the ten would pick up the, you know, a bottle, the other four I lost. Yeah. So, which is why I just knew I needed to come up with this um unsweetened formula, and. Now it's such a hit. People will say, oh, I, I don't do anything with sh- sugar. I'm like, oh, bam, here you go. Unsweet. Yeah, yeah. So now we're capt- um, capitalizing on, on, on those customers. So that's pretty much what I did. I just walked into the stores, offered to do tastings. And the nice, this is when you know you have a product, Sean. When you put it on the shelf and you get prime shelf location in their refrigerator. Yeah. They're not putting it back somewhere behind something. They're putting it right in that front refrigerator. And I'm getting a call a week and a half later saying, okay, give me four more cases of that. Nice. And so that's how it's been doing. And 
you know, I could not have stayed on the shelves of these types of retailers, especially in a place like Brooklyn, where the competition with kombuchas oh, and yeah. different types of press juices, um, different kinds of what you have cloud water, infused water, like all kinds of water. I would not have been able to really, you know, have these shelf space unless I really had a good product and that product was moving. Because even with COVID, since since March, uh, not March, but um, February, I haven't done a tasting at any of these retailers and they are continu continuing to order the product. So, so where can... So, you know, where can the local people from, you know, our area, West Orange, Maplewood, Bloomfield, where can they find, where can they find you now? Like in stores or? or so I am at the Fresh Market Supermarket, which is on Belleville in Bloomfield. Um, also sold at the Eclectic Chic Boutique, which is on Bloomfield Avenue in Montclair. And here in town, I'm at the General Cooperative Store on Springfield in Maplewood and at the Baker Street Market in the village of Maplewood. Nice. Yeah, that was... Uh... And, and, and just to also let your audience know, for anyone within the Soma area, West Orange, Bloomfield, you know, Springfield, Melbourne, Montclair, anything within, like, say, a 15-mile radius, I do deliveries for free. Nice. Um, so they can go on online and just enter SOMA01 at the checkout to get their free delivery. Um, and, of course, as you know, I'm at the West Orange Farmer's Market every Saturday. I'm also at the Little Falls Farmer's Market on Sundays. Woodland Park on Saturdays, and I am actually building a presence down in the um, a little further south in Homedale, New Jersey, and Highland Park Farmers Market. So you're everywhere. I'm, I'm, listen, I am <laughs> I, I am trying to definitely you know service everyone out here, and if you can order online, great. Um, if you want to come see me in person, I also make. And I do all of this by myself. I literally just had two college kids join me for the summer. One is at the West Orange Market and one is at the Woodland Park Market. Um, and, you know, I'm hoping to, you know, expand on that as time goes on. Awesome. And where can uh, the listeners find you on social or websites, things like that? Where can they find you there? So on social media is at Spice Grove Roselle, and um, which is on Instagram as well as Facebook. And the website is spicegroveroselle.com. And we sell anywhere from a two-pack case to four-pack case to six-pack case. And the six-pack, um, you can get um, either a six-pack regular, which is the sweetened, or you can do a mixed case, which is three sweetened and three unsweetened, or you could get just a six-pack unsweetened. Got it all figured out. Last question for you. Is there an official Roselle cocktail that you would recommend to everybody? I thought you would never ask that question. <laughs> I just say the best for last. Oh, my God. I just, I love, love, love. Okay, so because I'm Jamaican, and this is where 
I have to say, my, all of my cocktails, they're also on my website. So if you don't catch it here, you could catch it on the website. And I also post demos on my Instagram making these cocktails. But one of my absolute favorites is Techway Yourself because I name my cocktails after Jamaican dance hall moves, right? Okay. So tech way yourself just means go away, move and go, you know, get out of my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, you drink this, when you drink this cocktail, that's how you're gonna feel. So, um, so it's, it's, I use Appleton rum, which is a Jamaican rum, but you could literally use any rum. And I do a smoky glass. So I literally put cloves, and sage and cinnamon on a plate, light it, put the glass over it to get all smoky. Then in your little you know, mixer or shaker, whatever you want to use, you put, you add your rum. I, I mean, I love rum, so I'm, I have <laughs> two parts rum. <laughs> yeah. Two parts rum, one and a half parts of your roselle. I tend to use a sweet roselle. But I put, um, but you can also use the unsweetened roselle. I use just a tad of lime juice and lemon juice, excuse me, and lemon zest. Okay. Then I, you know, just kind of um, stir that up. Take my smoky glass, put a lot of crushed ice in there, and a big gigantic stalk of mint. Pour that beverage over ice, over the crushed ice, and just add a little bit of seltzer to top it off. And that's it. Heck way yourself, okay? I guarantee you, people will be coming back for more. <laughs> so good. The, the smokiness of the glass from the, the spices, it's almost drinking mezcal, but not mezcal. Yeah, and yeah. You wouldn't. You would think that the smokiness doesn't hold in the glass. It does. It's so so good. I had a little social distancing um, thing with my friends up in North Caldwell this past Saturday, and let me tell you, they couldn't. That we. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it was really good. And anytime you want to, I want me to make one of those cocktails for you. I'm happy to do so. I will. I promise you, I will take you up on that for sure. Awesome. I appreciate you coming on. Spice Grove, definitely check them out uh, online and definitely in stores. But uh, for everyone that's listening, the West Orange Farmers Market for sure. Absolutely. Any last words? Well, any last words? So I will say also, aside from this being an amazing beverage, um, it's what I like to call a functional beverage. So you could have it as is straight out of the bottle. You could add it to your seltzer because it's very rich. It's a very rich beverage, right? So you could add it to your seltzer. You could make popsicles and smoothies. You could add it to your green juice. You could make mocktails. And like we just talked about cocktails. And one of the things that your audience should be aware is that it's also very, very healthy. Because it has no preservatives, no artificial flavor, um, this hibiscus packs tons of antioxidants. It has more vitamin C than oranges. Like it's we need that right now. We need that. We need that to build our immune system, right? So it's definitely a, one of these things where you get a lot of vitamins, a lot of minerals. I have, you know, high blood pressure issues. 
and I drink the unsweetened because it lowers my pressure. I'm not here to say it's a cure for all cure. However, mm. it does have some great medicinal properties as well. So it's fun, but it's also a really healthy beverage. And I'm just so pleased and so happy that I can, my name is on this bottle, Sean. Like on the back of this bottle is my name. So I have oh, the signature. so proud. Exactly. I am so proud to know that I am putting something in your hands that I use and I give it to my family, my grandkids, they love it. So nice. I say, you know, I'm proud of that. So yes. Awesome. Awesome. Check it out. Uh, again, Audrey, appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Thank you so much, Sean. I really appreciate you having me and Whenever you want me to come by and do a little dinner party for you guys, I'm happy to do so. Sold. Done. I will let you know that for sure. Thank All you right. again. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye.